Welcome to Speaking of Nutrition with Tom Mantos and co-host Fred Fornicola. Our program discusses the facts about chronic health conditions and shows you remedies that work. Now, here are your hosts, Tom Mantos and Fred Fornicola. Thomas, how are you today? Very good. Good. Welcome, everyone. Um, Tom, do you believe this is our 11th podcast? It went quick. It did. It went it quick, did. yes. And for those who are listening today, I just want to rattle off a couple that we've done, or actually all of them. Um, just so you know what we've done so far before we start with our new topic today. We did actually two episodes on type 2 diabetes. We discussed the healthy heart and then next the healthy bones. And then we had a nutritional roundtable where we discussed supplementation, some other topics, hot topics. And then we had inflammatory disorders and autoimmune disease. And then we uh, addressed nutrition for active people and recreational and competitive athletes. And next, we talked about staying young, preventing aging, and using your brain to lose your belly. And that's actually a behavior modification uh, podcast, which is um, very helpful in losing belly fat. And we covered ADD, ADHD, especially for children. But today's topic is about toxicity and chronic disease. So, Tom, you know, we talked about a lot of the issues that happen from all these podcasts about how the body ends up being toxic for some reason, right? So we're talking about, you know, toxic chemicals that are found in our bodies that from food, you know, from the air we breathe, the water we drink, you know, we can't discount the medications that people take, uh, illegal drugs, alcohol, tobacco. And although our bodies are designed to eliminate some toxins, it can't handle an overload that we get from, you know, these types of foods in these situations. So, and here's a statistic that I actually got from your literature was that uh, recent estimates suggest that each year there are 3 million severe pesticide poisonings with 220,000 deaths worldwide. So just pesticide-related illnesses in the U.S. is estimated to occur between 150 and 300,000 times per year. So we know like a growing body of literature is suggesting that a, a direct link, excuse me, a direct link with exposure to chemicals and a number of chronic health conditions uh, causing, you know, chronic fatigue, multiple chemical sensitivities, fibromyalgia, heart disease, neurological disorders like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and autism and autoimmune disorders and even cancer. So take it away. Take it away. Right. And obviously what the therapy for all this is going to be detoxification. Right. And what I'm going to be giving you later is a detoxification system. It's called metabolic clearing, which is studied on over 100,000 patients over 20 years. So it's the most accurate way to detox of anything. So don't look on the internet for these stupid detoxes that they give you. But what I want to do is some people just want a house clean. So I'm going to show you how you can kind of detoxify your system for that all the way up to people that have chronic illness with toxicity associated chemical and environmental sensitivities. So I'm going to cover the whole thing. And Tremendous amount of research over 20 years on it. So there's one real specific way to do it. That's a medical system of detoxification. All right, because just made to check something really fast just yeah. to clarify that when you talked about cleaning house, you mean like when yeah. someone's overeating the holidays, people want to go, okay, let me restart. And yeah, I don't mean vacuuming. Right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thought that. But a lot of people get on these wacky, you know, you know, for a month they just eat, you know. What is it? But it was maple syrup and vinegar, uh, or something crazy, idiotic, something. idiotic stuff. Right. No, no studies on it at all. Right. Just, just and it ends up causing more problems than it, right. than it helps. So we're so, going to cover everything from yeah. that all the way to yeah. the real severe stuff. And the other thing, just to mention, you know, toxins not only come from the environment, external sources, but the body also produces its own toxics and waste materials that it has to get rid of. Right. To another, you know, burden sure. on your system. Sure. Right. What I want to do is. First, I want to go in and look at the what does some of the literature have to say? Because you don't hear this. It's not big news. You know, unless you're talking about Monsanto with glyphosates mm-hmm. causing cancer and they got lawsuits and everything. It's a lot more insidious than what you would think right. going on. And I, so the first I'm going to cover a bunch of different topics on uh, what some of these chemicals and environmental things do and what some of the journals say about it. Real interesting uh, article in Tufts uh, University homepage journal, which says the risk of cancer has paralleled the proliferation of synthetic chemicals. Since World War II, 
An estimated 85,000 synthetic chemicals are registered in the United States, yet toxicology screening is only available for 7%. Wow. It's crazy, right? They don't even know what all the rest of these chemicals are doing. Right, right. You know? I don't know if somebody's getting paid off, but how can that be possible? You know? And the other thing to think about, um, Paracelis, uh, was a was he a Greek uh, uh, I'm actually never heard doctor. Of yeah, well, well, he said an interesting thing. He said all substances are poisons. There is none which is not a poison. It just depends on the dose. So people don't think of this. Everything on the planet is toxic at some level, like water. I was going to say even water is toxic. Gets you could overhydrate yourself. Sure, babies have been killed by overhydrating because it thins all your blood constituents, like the red blood cells in that, and you mm-hmm. die from it. Mm-hmm. There was a lady. What was it? Five, six years ago, they had, it was a radio show. They had a, a water drinking contest. Mm-hmm. And this, this lady drank two gallons of water, and she won the contest. And then? She died in three days. Wow. Yeah. And so everything's toxic. Everything has a balance to it. Sure. You know, some things need a small dose. It's safe. Right. A high dose. But you would never think water, too much unbound oxygen is mm-hmm. toxic to your body. So mm-hmm. everything's dose dependent. Now, this is kind of scary. According to WebMD, in a study of newborn babies released by the Environmental Working Group, they found an average of 200 industrial chemicals and pollutants in the umbilical blood uh, cord supply in, uh, in the babies. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Right. So that's, a lot of that's, that's coming from the mother's well, we body. we talked burden. about that too. About the, yeah, uh, mercury. About the mercury, right. High levels of mercury in right. over 700,000 babies. So heavy metals. Every right. year, yeah. Um, 18 different forms of dioxin were also found in the samples. Dioxin's a known carcinogen, mm-hmm. serious carcinogen. Right. Causes leukemia and other things. So my question is, if you think about it, some of the most horrific diseases known to man, and I'm talking about like cancer, motor neuron diseases like Parkinson's disease, mm-hmm. Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. Uh, blood cancers, autism. autism. Right. They're linking this environmentally, mm-hmm. but it's not like a big thing in the news all the time. Right. You know what I mean? Think about this. Before ni- In the 50s, before, up until 1950s, how many babies had cancer? Under, let's, say, let's say kids under the age of 12. How many kids had cancer? Rare. What about now? It's not rare. Right. The hospitals are full of children. You know, you got St. Jude's. They're just full of cancer yeah. with the children. Yeah. So what's changed? The environment. Right. And this was also uh, speculated by the Human Genome Project, the longest running project well, on human genetics, where they found almost all cancers have a major environmental basis to it. Right. Well, you look at pollutants, right? I mean, in the air, in the water supply, in the, in the uh, ground, stuff yeah. right there. Just, again, we talked about when you mentioned, we mentioned earlier about the pesticides and things like that. Well, got, yeah. It contributes hugely. See, the thing about toxicity, we can measure it. We can measure the air quality. Mm. We can measure the soil, what's in the soil. Right. Unfortunately, things that were known carcinogens that were banned 30 years ago, mm. They still find it in the soil. Right. Never got out of the soil. Right. The water, they can measure that. You can measure it in your own body, mm-hmm. like they did with the babies. Now, later on, I'm going to show you about this guy that, that did an experiment. And I actually have a lab that actually can, can do those kind of testings. Mm-hmm. So, and this, this one here was from um, National Geographic, produced a great article where it basically, the, some experts suspect the link in the man-made uh, chemicals that pervade our water and soil to a, autism. Autism has increased tenfold since the 1970s. So 19, since the 70s, leukemia is up 62%. Mirth, male birth defects doubled. And childhood brain cancer was up 40%. So, but there's no, it's crazy. Yeah, but there's, there's no... When they're investigating this, they have no solution to, as to why. They're not looking at environmental things. They're not looking at Well, they, they know, like, experimentation that these things are carcinogens. Right. You know, the first animals that get it are the rats right. and all that. Yeah. So then they can extrapolate dose related to, like, kids, babies. Mm-hmm. Especially they have no other risk factors. Right. But this is not like it's things. contagious. 
No, it's not. Right. You just you just it's polluting your body. Right. Now you're either ingesting it, breathing it in. Right. And then you yeah. know you have the mother who doesn't know she's dealing with that kind of stuff. It's just passing along to the child and yeah. down, down, down the down. Well, I'm going to show you later on. We're going to talk about some preventive things, and then there's ways that you can clean clean house basically. Mm-hmm. And then a real interesting article in the Lancet, 2002, which is a British medical journal. In parts of the developing world, pesticide poisoning causes more deaths than infectious diseases. It's crazy. And you read us some uh, reports on yeah. pesticide poisoning. Right? So just, this also points to why we recommend organic then. Big too, time. Right? Yeah, big time. You don't time. have to deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, soil, hopefully not anyway. You never get this stuff out of the soil. Right. As I said, banned things from 30 years ago, they can still detect it. Well, I know that I've heard of people when they have farms, like they want to make them organic. It takes like seven to 10 years with total dedication just to change this farm over so that when they test for chemicals, there's no chemicals in the soil. That takes a good solid seven to 10 years of, you know, being just honing in on that type of thing. And yeah, just making sure very it's very difficult clear. to yeah. remove it, you know. Yeah. And then uh, another one called newscientist.com. You can go on the internet and look this up. People with Parkinson's were more likely to have used pesticides regularly. Now here, and like regular farmers have a much higher percentage. For instance, they can measure the, the sperm motility. Mm. Organic farmers have really good sperm motility, mm. but farmers that use pesticides mm. have a 43% reduction in sperm motility well, on average. Right. And was Crazy, that, right? Right, sure. Thinking of that, here, here's an interesting, I'll tell you an interesting story. I was going to do it later, but this brings me up to a Wall Street uh, Journal article, oh, maybe 10, 12 years ago. There was this guy, Thomas Latimer, mm-hmm. right? The Thomas Latimer suddenly came down with a permanent neurological illness. He barely could walk or get out of bed. They don't know what the hell happened to this guy, right? And I'm going to talk about the pathways later. But anyway, this is what, what they found out after months. He was taking the over-the-counter antacid Zantac. Mm-hmm. He took so damn much of it that one of his liver pathways, the first phase one where all your junk goes into, mm-hmm. it shuts that down. Mm. He took so much of it, it shut down phase one. So he went out in his yard one day and pesticided everything. Right. Pesticide the trees, the grass. Instead of detoxing the pesticide, mm-hmm. he caught the full brunt of it and it caused permanent neurological damage. Oh, wow. And that's what we're going to be talking about, how you can, you know, mm-hmm. how you can remedy that. Now, here's the guy, David Ewing Duncan. And this was also another article as part of the National Geographic. And this is what he said. Last fall, he had a self-tested 320 knuckles that he food, drank, and air, and the products that he touched on his skin and all that. And chemicals such as DDT, PCBs, lead, mercury, dioxin, pesticides, and plastics were all found in his body. Wow. Yeah. Well, remember people years ago, decades ago, people were suffering from um, uh, asbestos poisoning, right? Right. So, and had they had no idea that they were being exposed to that. No idea. Right? Lead in your paint? No, well, no idea. Since all these synthetic compounds and only 7% have been tested, mm-hmm. they don't know what the hell all this other stuff no, is. No. And, and the other thing is, too, is they don't study it long enough. What happens, you, you look at a six-month trial on these things. Well, what about if you have it in your body for twenty years? Right. And what does it do? Right. To you? Well, look at right? look at look at poor the poor vet the vets from Vietnam with Agent Orange. It lasted thirty years, right? Oh, yeah. the they had massive problems with yeah, that. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing to think about is the toxicity of a lot of the medications. Right. And I could go on and on. I'm just going to list a couple. Mm-hmm. I talked about this in the heart disease uh, talk about the statin drugs they use for cholesterol. Right. Those are mitochondrial poisons. That's what they're termed. The mitochondria is the area of the cell that fuels energy for your brain, your heart, and your muscles. Right. So it poisons it. So besides cancer, motor neuron diseases is associated with statins. Um, Myocardial infarction, it can actually damage the heart tissue. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of stuff. I hate the statins. And I, I said in my talk, I, I argue with doctors about it all the time. But here in the journal, American College of Cardiology, premier journal, 2007, it states, statins, furthermore, the cardiovascular benefits of achieving a low LDL 
is in part offset by an increased risk of cancer. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of eating a more balanced diet and getting some exercise. Yeah. Instead of doing something about it, right. Pop a drug. And also the overuse of antibiotics. Uh, this was in time magazine has caused more and more bacteria to become resistant and deaths of more than 60,000 Americans a year. And don't forget, we're giving antibiotics to the livestock, so you get a lot of sure. metabolites. Sure, yeah, they pass them out like chiclets, I mean, all the time. You get, yeah. People get so, head colds. People are getting head colds and taking antibiotics when it's a viral infection. It's supposed to, it doesn't well, work. Well, really realize that your filtering systems in the body are your digestive system and your liver. Mm-hmm. Those have to be cleaned out. Right. Because whatever's toxic in the digestive tract is another burden on the liver. Right. And we're, we're going to talk about how to, how to straighten all that out. Mm-hmm. Okay, folks, so we have to take a little break. And when we come back, we're gonna be I'm gonna be going into how the body removes chemicals and toxins, how the liver works, some of the interesting testing, how the whole process works. And we'll see you in a bit. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Tom Mantos's Center for Alternative and Preventative Medicine in New Jersey will help you find the right solutions for your health and nutritional needs. Each person is different, and our customized approach tailored to individual needs allows us to create achievable goals that are based on your lifestyle and physicality. Our preventative medicine specialists are committed to helping you make the changes you need in your life. To schedule a 30-minute free consultation or for more information, call 732-219-9636 or visit TomMantos.com. Are you ready to live to 100? Join Dr. Joe Casciani and his program that shows us that age is just a number. You can age with fresh and inspiring perspectives, whether it's staying physically fit or keeping mentally fit. With great stories, plenty of advice about successful aging, and brighter outlooks, you just might join those who are living to 100. The Living to 100 Club is broadcast live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness channel. You are listening to Speaking of Nutrition with Tom Mantos and Fred Bornicola. Now back to the program. Hi, everybody. We're back. Now, we're going to talk about how the liver works and how you detoxify compounds. So I'm going to try to explain it real in a simple term, but I'm going to also use some of the other language Fred likes me to make some big words up. Oh yeah. You know, you, so you, you sound impressive. Though. Yeah. So your, your liver does a lot of amazing different things. And what it does, its job is to detoxify chemicals that's coming in from the outside, including like alcohol and all that junk, things that are coming overburdened through the digestive tract and waste products that your body produces. So your liver needs to be up to speed. Right. All right. How it works is this. You have two different phases in the liver. First of all, you have what's called phase one. Phase one's a big highway. Everything comes in that way. You want to know what it's called? Go ahead. Tell me. Cytochrome P450. I knew. But I'm not going to, I'll just say phase one. <laughs> and there's like a lot of little highways in there. Now that passes everything off to phase two, which is your conjugating enzyme system. So you have four major pathways or roads or highways in phase two. And then some little highways in that. So I'll just go through the, what they're called. One of the phase, one of the highways is called the glutathione conjugating system. And then you have sulfation pathway, glycine conjugation, and then glucuronidation pathway. So I'm just going to tell you if phase four, think of four highways. All these things need to be running up to speed. 
So what happens is this, you get some chemicals and waste products in, goes through phase one, phase two, phase one passes it to phase two. Now, hopefully all these secondary highways are up to speed. Mm-hmm. They're not depleted. And, they, and a lot of them are nutrient dependent. No potholes. No, no potholes. Right. So in a, in a perfect world, the chemical through phase two is made bipolar and it's made water soluble. Mm-hmm. And then you get rid of it. You pee it out. That's in a perfect world. That's what you like to have happen. You pee it all out. If any of these highways are shut down, the chemical can't be detoxified properly. And this includes medications and things too. Mm-hmm. And what happens is the body then produces what's called a biooxidative intermediate. In other words, it makes a chemical worse than the original stuff coming in. To compensate? Well, it, it can't handle it. Right. So it's converted into this intermediate okay. that's horrible. I got you. Okay. And what it does is it produces an inflammatory response. Mm-hmm an oxidative stress response. You've heard me talk about oxidative stress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you can't get rid of it. Where is it stored? In your fat cells. Mm. So a lot of these chemicals and compounds are lipid soluble. You carry them around your fat cells for 10, 20, 30 years. And you don't know it. You don't know it. Right. Unless you start getting sick and start getting some ideas about it. You literally can test somebody's fat cell and if they smoke pot 20 years ago, you'll pick it up. The THC, you'll pick it up in the fat cell. In the fat cell. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Mm. And now you're stuck with this stuff. And it's producing all kinds of problems. Yeah. Damaging, oh. damaging reactions in the body. Over decades. Yeah. Mm. You know, like the story I told you about Thomas Latimer. Mm-hmm. That was instantaneous. Yeah. He hit the pesticides, hit him full force. Right. And just... Permanent neurological damage. There's no reversing it. Mm. You know. So I, I liken it to this. Fred, we're gonna throw a big party. Okay. Okay, good. I'm just inviting the neighbors I know. All right. All right. So I open the garage door. Think of this as phase one. Mm-hmm. And my friends come in and my neighbors, and I know who they are, and they come in my house. But all of a sudden, I don't know. All the gangbangers and people I don't know and the riffraff. They all come in too because I got free food. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, I got to get rid of these people. I don't even know who the hell they are. Mm-hmm. You know? So my back doors, I got four back doors that I can throw people out of. Mm-hmm. All the ones I don't want there. Mm-hmm. Let's say my back doors are all shut. Locked. It's like the toxins. Mm-hmm. Now I'm stuck with them. Now they start robbing me. Right. And they wreck my house. Mm-hmm. I get a baseball bat now. <laughs> 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 but I was waiting. I was actually waiting for that. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. You can't get you can't get rid of these back doors. So we have to give things to open the back doors up, and that's what, what we're going to explore and talk about. Does that make sense? Yeah, I made some sense. Yeah. A really good book, if anyone's interested, and I know this person. I was at one of her seminars. It's called "Detoxify or Die" by Dr. Sherry Rogers. She is awesome. And what she says here in this little headline, we are all a toxic cesspool. Imagine that. Mm. Of the lifetime accumulation of chemicals from our food, air, and water. The US EPA studies of chemicals stored in the fat of humans show that 100% of people had dioxin PCBs in their system. Mm. And those are real damaging. Everybody that they studied. As some of it, you, you gotta imagine it's kind of hard not to with the environment and what you know. You, it what depends on this to. the amount that you have and what what your resources. Yeah, but are, I mean, if you're you just know? taking this normal, you know, over the counter drugs, you have a head cold, you have this, you have you're exposed to that, you're out walking in the lawn, you're do, you work, you know, you're doing stuff outside, whatever. How are you not exposed to all well, this stuff? Dioxin and PCBs are primarely from from heavy industry. Okay, they're they're of course they're. Cancer causing agents. So, so you driving, really don't want them. In you your, they shouldn't be in your body. Okay, so you mean when we're driving up the turnpike here in New Jersey, you might be breathing some stuff in there. I don't know. All right, great. Then the other thing you have to look at is this is another whole whole talk, and I and I did a lot of this on when I talked about the inflammatory disorders, how to clean up the digestive tract and the gut and all that. But that is also a process that you you, you want to look at doing, depending on what's going on with your patient. 
But you if know? you're, but like you just mentioned, if you're already too far, not too far gone, I guess it is too far gone, but is, well, there, any, is there anything reversing here? Is there anything like any Absolutely. Hope? Okay. So there's yeah, Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, I'm yeah. looking forward to hearing the rest. When it's, when you have like, like Thomas Latimer, the damage was so severe, there's probably no reversing it. Right. But usually the damage occurs over a period of time. Right. It's gradual. It's gradual yeah. onset. Yeah. You know. Now, what's interesting, we, will ha- we have tests for this. Mm. Most of the doctors don't know about it. So I use the lab. Uh, I talked about Genova Diagnostics, their genetic lab. And I used to use this test for years. Very interesting. It's called a detoxification profile. See, people are under the, under the impression that your liver enzymes in your blood test is liver function. Mm-hmm. It's not liver function. Mm-hmm. They only go high if there's something toxic on the liver and the liver spills its enzymes in. It okay. doesn't tell you how the liver's detoxifying. Okay. So this particular test is a challenge test where they give you um, caffeine and Tylenol and they ha- they have you do urine analysis and, and, and uh, saliva samples, and they're able to tell because those compounds use certain pathways, so they're able to tell how well those pathways work. It's, interesting it's really combi- cool. Interesting combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it measures all these different pathways and all that. Now, what's interesting about it is, let's say you overdose on Tylenol. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tylenol uses the one pathway I had mentioned, the glutathione conjugating pathway. That's primarily, so that you're taking Tylenol, you can measure it. When you poison yourself, you need to really get that pathway kicked up to maximum performance. You're going to die. Mm-hmm. As soon as you go to the hospital, first thing they do, at least they know this, they give you an IV infusion of what's called N-acetylcysteine, mm-hmm. which is a compound called glutathione, forms glutathione. People may have heard of it. It's a supplement you can get orally, but they give you a very high dose. And what it does is it ramjets this pathway up so you can get rid of this Tylenol. Hmm. Make sense? Mm-hmm. It's the first thing they do in a hospital. So what, when you say get rid of it, you then eliminate, just pee it out? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, you're going to die from it. Your so, body, your so body this, isn't. So this, this, is, this is actually pushing that out, amping it up. and clamping it up. So we can, amp, we can amp these things up ourselves. Okay. Not to that degree as an IV, like right. when you're in an emergency, but right. very interesting. We're gonna be, that's the last thing we're going to be talking oh. about. So the other thing with this detox profile is, you know, there's over 100,000 deaths every year from pharmaceutical drugs. Okay. Of it is adverse drug effects. I mean, thousands of people die from prescription medications taken as directed or have very bad side effects from it, which could be prevented by doing this test. So I have a question for you. Yeah. So why, when I come into your, your, your office and talk to you about stuff, what would prompt you to do this test? Then, like, I'm, we're just talking about stuff. Like, is it my, you know, I, I tell you that I used to work in a field with, you know, well, a farmer or this or that. Yeah. I mean, how do you... In, in symptomatic too, I get it, but asked in the uh, and I'm going to go over how I do that. But in the past, I used to use it a lot. I don't really use it so much anymore, and the reason is because and we talked about medical foods. Well, mm-hmm. there's a medical food specific for <coughs> detoxification. Okay. And we're going to go into that. Right. But the medical foods developed today don't just work on one pathway. Like in the old days you had to identify like what pathway is screwed up and I'm going to give this nutrient to oh, really? these okay, nutrients. Right. Just like so the you now, the now they made the medical foods. It takes care of all the pathways. Okay. So I don't really have to do anything with it, but still, then unless what, it's a really severe case that, that that's what, strange. You what, know what you're basing your, your assumption on having input on that medical food to based on their symptoms. Yeah. Okay. I'll show you the, I got the question here. I'm going to show oh, you okay, that they okay. use in research. Right, yeah. Right. So but if, if the doctors ran this detoxification, pro, let's say they were going to give you a, a toxic drug for whatever condition you had. Mm-hmm. Some people, if that drug uses this pathway, path, one of your secondary pathways, and they don't know if it's shut down or if it's working right or not. Yeah. If it's shut down, you may die from the drug. Right, right. So if they did this test first, they could either switch the drug because they know use these pathways, but oh, the, look, Mrs. Jones's pathway is shot to hell, right? Mm-hmm. Or they upregulate it, which they'd have to learn how to do that. Which interesting, about eight or nine years ago, 
Jersey Shore. I used to do um, talks at Jersey Shore Medical University, you know, hospital mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. over there. They actually wanted me to, um, the, the head of the Department of Hepatology wanted me to do a talk on this right. and actually incorporate this into the hospital. Mm-hmm. But that went south. Okay. You know, I don't I guess they didn't want to be bothered Did with you, all the work that has to go around it or whatever. They were very interested. The head, the head of hepatology wanted to do it, mm-hmm. and I don't know what happened, but mm-hmm. they didn't get funded. I don't know what the hell happened. Okay. Okay. Well, at least they were very interested. Yeah. So some of the other tests that I would maybe do is heavy metal testing uh, hair. I talked a lot about that with the ADHD kids. Mm-hmm. Um, in some cases, I would do a blood chemical analysis, and which Genova Diagnostics does a whole thing on the PCBs and the benzenes, and mm-hmm. so you could see what levels are here in your body if you wanted to do that. But the most practical thing that I have is this medical symptom questionnaire. I have it right here. See, it's very detailed, Fred. It is. Back and forth. I call it an MSQ questionnaire. It's a detoxification questionnaire. And this was developed to use in research. So this is used widely in research to look at before and afters. Oh, let me let me ask you something. So if you're going to do this questionnaire, the severity of the issue of the individual, right? Mm-hmm. The medical food, whether it's not, like if you had a scale of one to 10, someone's a two, Right, the medical food's going to help them right away. If they're eight, nine, or ten, yeah, I mean, if they're if they're low on it, I may not even bother with it. Okay, you know, so on this test, if if you scored, let's say over fifty, right, that's real significant. Okay, so I may consider it. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had people score over one hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty. Yeah. Okay. So you know they have a lot of loads of chemicals and toxins in them. So then you send them out for that test, then, right? I mean, specifically, I may, I may or may not okay. do the liver detox because I know they, the way they develop the new product products, it's, it's handled mm-hmm. pretty well. And for instance, in some of the, a lot of the case studies, they'll do, uh, let's say you score a hundred on this, which is pretty, pretty damn high. Mm-hmm. And after six weeks of detoxification and, um, you know, using not as a strict, like you may use a strict detox for a while and I'll go through that. And then you may just use it as a, a baseline. Mm-hmm. Let's say you rescore on here 50. Right you've improved by 50%. Sure. sure. See? So I can monitor you on here. And this is what the researchers use to monitor you. Yeah. So just so the, you know, the listeners can get some ideas you're looking at and there's subcategories to each one of these, you know, you're asking as an example, you know, your eyes, do you have water, itchy eyes, swollen, red, or sticky eyelids, bags or dark circles in your eyes, blurred or tunnel vision. Yeah. I mean, there's a million right. so things you, on and here. And you scale it from one to four. I'm sorry, yeah. zero, zero to four. And on the back, they ask you how you react to anesthesia, right. how you react to medication. Right, you know, right. it goes into everything okay. they can possibly think of. Interesting. Yeah. So this, I, I give out to people a lot. Sure. You know, I see anything over 50, I'm, I'm considering something. Right. You know, right. for the person. And then I have them retested. So, you know, again, the, the testing is is dependent on uh, what I need to look at. I do get a lot of people with uh, chemical and environmental sensitivities. Yeah, sure. And sometimes they're they're very sensitive to – they can't even take a little vitamin. But you know – They get sick. But you know if someone's been on heavy medications for a lot of years, that's a good indication that they're going to have some toxicity, uh, and, obviously. And then you have – well, you have patients that are just sensitive constitution, and they react to everything. Right. They need the – See, doctors give everybody the same amount of drugs. Some people, they need the smallest amount of medication or they get sick from it. There's no individualizing with the, with the medical industry. I mean, they may have yeah. milligrams on certain things, yeah. but I mean. I mean. So let's, uh, before we get into this next category, right, let's take another quick short break so we can get okay. into this hot and heavy, okay? All right. Folks, we'll be right back. Thank you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. 
Tom Mantos' Center for Alternative and Preventative Medicine in New Jersey will help you find the right solutions for your health and nutritional needs. Each person is different, and our customized approach tailored to individual needs allows us to create achievable goals that are based on your lifestyle and physicality. Our preventative medicine specialists are committed to helping you make the changes you need in your life. To schedule a 30-minute free consultation or for more information, call 732-219-9636 or visit TomMantos.com. There is a difference in health and wellness programs. There can be mainstream programs, and then there is something extra. That something extra is called tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper. If you want to hear some behind-the-scenes talk radio when it comes to health and wellness, the why as well as the how, be sure to tune in each week. This show will inspire you to be healthy and happy for life, as well as become the best version of yourself. Listen Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to Speaking of Nutrition with Tom Mantos and Fred Fornicola. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. So, Thomas, we talked about all the disastrous things that happen through toxicity mm-hmm. and causing chronic diseases. So let's talk about how we can rectify things with cleaning house, like you mentioned before. First thing, let's do a little preventative measures. Uh, number one, there's so much stuff in your water that the water treatment plants can't get out, all right? All kinds of chemicals, pesticides, herbicides, chlorine is toxic. You shouldn't be drinking that either. That's what they treat to kill bacteria off. Mm. So I think the best method is a solid carbon filter block. Clean your water out, mm-hmm. right? Um, the downside to reverse osmosis is it also removes, <clears throat> though it's okay, it removes some of the natural minerals that may be beneficial out of the water. But right. so I like the solid carbon block. Mm. And then if you look in um, nature medicine from 2006, this is interesting. This was on the news a while back. Remnants of everything in your medicine cabinet can now be found in the water. Because people flushing their drugs right. down the toilet and the treatment plants can't get those metabolites right. of the, actually of the supposed drugs. to bring those back to the pharmacy. Supposed to, to, but right? no, most yeah. people don't. Yeah, sure. I mean, thank God I don't, I don't take any medication or anything. And then I'll just list the other, the other important thing, buy organic whenever you can. Mm. They did a thing on 2020 some years back where they found <laughs> seven or eight different pesticides on an apple. Right. So, and again, it's more toxic to the kid because he has low body weight. Mm. So it's going to be much mm-hmm. worse if your kid eats it. Mm-hmm. So get organic. Right. You can go online and, and get, I don't know if I should read these, um, the 12 foods with the most pesticides and the 12 with the least pesticides. Okay. That's a good topic. Because I don't think people realize. Like, you want me to, okay, I'll read yeah, it. Because like, Let me know, read people it. don't recognize a lot of the porous type fruits, strawberries, yeah. things like that. Really well, the important. most pesticides are peaches, apples, sweet bell peppers, celery, nectarines, strawberries, cherries, pears, grapes that are imported, spinach, lettuce, and potatoes. Mm. The least pesticides would be onions, avocado, sweet corn, pineapples, mango, asparagus, sweet peas, kiwi, bananas, cabbage, broccoli, and papaya. I don't care what it is. I buy it organic. Right. That's how it goes. So now we're going to detox. We're going to clean house. And the medical term that we use for this system of detoxification is metabolic clearing. And again, I mentioned it's been studied over 20 years, over 100,000 patients. And all the studies were done with Genova Diagnostics, and they measured the befores and afters on those liver detox panels. Yeah. So you use that, and then there's an oxidative stress panel, like a panel you can do to see how much how many harmful uh, inflammatory reactions are occurring in the body. Mm-hmm. And then you can retest it. Mm-hmm. And you do that with that questionnaire I told you about. Right. So there you can see what kind of improvement you're getting. <clears throat> so the medical food that they developed, the original one was called Ultra Clear Plus. And uh, you can look on my website, uh, go to my website, tomantos.com, hit supplement store, then Metagenics. It was developed by uh, Functional Medicine Research Institute. And you can look at these products under, you know, supplement store after you hit metagenics. So the Ultra Clear Plus was one of the first ones they developed. 
And then doing more research, they developed a separate product for heavy metals. Mm-hmm. People are loaded with heavy metals. Right. I can tell well, you that. I do, I do a lot of the testing. We yeah. talked about a number of our yeah. shows. Like lead, for instance, and mercury. The only way we used to have to get those out was to intravenous. And I used to work at a, for a medical facility where I set them up. They would do chelation therapy. Yeah. They could chelate out the heavy metals, but it was expensive. And you yeah. had to use IVs and all right. this other crap. Yeah. So they developed an oral supplement which has been shown like in the journals of biochemistry, um, journal of biological response modifiers to remove heavy metals. And the way it does it, it doesn't bind onto the heavy metal like doing chelation does and get rid of it. It upregulates your gene. I'll tell you what it is, metallothionine. It upregulates your genes that get rid of heavy metals. Mm, So your body's working to do it. Your body's up, your genes are taking care of it. Right, right. So what they did is they added that product to the Ultra Clear Plus and came up with a new product, Ultra Clear Renew. So the Ultra Clear Renew has very specific uh, nutrients in there that upregulate all your pathways, Mm -hmm. right? And remove heavy metals at the same time. Wow. All right, then let's look at, so that's one thing. Now let's look at what else we need to do. If you're having problems with digestive, whenever I put somebody on a detox, I at least give them good bacteria, right? Right, right. At least give them good bacteria, right? And some of the uh, things with metabolic clearing, again, the only medical system of detox that works better than anything out there ever developed and has more studies than anything else. The nutrients it supplies are things like glutathione, plant compounds, milk thistle, molybdenum, some antioxidants. Um, other types of plant compounds, very specific for upregulating your detox pathways. What's interesting is a lot of these detoxes you go on have you on a water fast. Right. You know, that's the worst thing you can possibly do. No nutrients. Well, within 24 hours on a water fast, if you're not eating food, nutrients, Mm -hmm. that glutathione pathway I told you about, Mm -hmm. that one pathway Mm -hmm. is reduced by 50% because Mm -hmm. you're not getting any nourishment for it. So don't fast. The best way to use this detox product, which is you make a shake out of it, two mm-hmm. scoops and like eight to 10 ounces of water. It tastes pretty good. I've drinking a bunch of them. Just eat organic fruits and vegetables with it. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're providing yourself with n- nourishment. And what's interesting, that came out of, uh, I know you're not biblically knowledgeable, but the book of Daniel in the Old Testament, where Nebuchadnezzar, who was the king, he was a miserable you know what? Mm-hmm. But he liked Daniel. Daniel was very strict religious, but he liked Daniel because he could interpret his dreams and all this kind of thing or whatever. So Daniel and his group of followers were very, very strict with the diet. Mm-hmm. And Nebuchadnezzar's guys were all gluttons and drunks. Right. So Nebuchadnezzar challenged them. He goes, how come your guys are the same age as my guys? And my guys look terrible. So Daniel challenged him to just eat, have as many fruits and vegetables for 14 days. Right. And the difference in them was dramatic. So mm-hmm. then Nebuchadnezzar mandated that they had to eat just their kind of diet fruits. I'm sure they were pissed, <laughs> you know, but what's interesting, they found through years and years of experimentation, that's the best way to detox fruit, fresh fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. with generally the ultra chlora, how people do between one and two shakes a day, depending on the toxicity. When I first started with you, that was the first thing we did for three days. Did I do that? Yeah. That wasn't big on organic 30 years ago, but, it, but yeah. still, I still that advice to, to people all the time. Well, the other thing when you're detoxing is you want to uh, also break, you know, lose some, some fat, break, get yeah. some of the stuff out of your fat cells. Yeah. One, of the, one of the ways to do that, too, is low-temperature saunas. Mm. So there are medical facilities that use low-temperature saunas to sweat out some of this stuff. Sure, sure. If you don't have access to that, when you're going to do a little detox, Wear those sauna suits, you know, yeah. that you can work You're out. Just in. trying to get some of the when you do your particle, just you know, sweat, sweat, <laughs> yeah, sweat yeah. your rear end off a little bit. Yeah, well, I've I've advised uh, some clients before to do a three day. I don't like to call it detox so much. It is the right term. I call it a restart for them. Well, but, metabolic clearing. It yeah, sounds better. That's, that does sound better. But organic fruits and vegetables. I have people lose anywhere from two to eight pounds, depending on how heavy they are and what they're doing. Their their biggest fear is feel like they're going to bonk. They have more energy by the third day 
because they are feeling so much better from the nutrients and getting rid of yeah. all the, the toxins that their bodies Drink dealing a lot with. Of, a lot of clean water. Yeah, a lot with of clean the, water, yeah. herbal teas are fine, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and, and it's not that hard. So, and some people I do have do uh, low temperature saunas, which should be like 105 to 110 degrees for 30 to 60 minutes, at least for three to five days a week, depending on how messed up they are. Yeah. You know? So here's, here's my general rule. Let's say somebody just wants to clean themselves out mm-hmm. a couple times a year. Right? Mm-hmm. One way you could do it, you use the medical shake because that covers a lot of your territory, mm-hmm. ultra clear renew, and some good bacteria, mm-hmm. organic fruits and vegetables. And now you could use them for three to five days right. to clean out. Right. Question. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear when you say good bacteria, we're not talking yogurt. No, acidophilus. A good, like I right. use ultra floral balance right. for right. I just want to make that clear because yeah. everybody thinks they can just grab a yogurt. No, yogurt won't thing. do it. No. Right. And okay. there's no yogurt on this. Anymore. Right. So, no, I knew that, but I want to make sure. The other way you can do it is you can you can do the detox once a week for four to six weeks. Now mm-hmm. you're pretty healthy. You just clean out for four to six weeks. Now, chronically ill patients is a little different. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to get them up to, to two medical shakes a day. So I might have them do the detox anywhere from 10 days to 30 days. Really? Yeah. And then, well, I'll, I might start adding a little food in, you know, as right. it goes. But with these patients that are really sick, have environmental chemical, you got to go slow. So what you do is, instead of doing two scoops twice a day, mm-hmm. you start out with a half a scoop, eight to 10 ounces of water once. And you do that if you're okay with that. Mm-hmm. I've had people react like a little bit detox. So I say, just don't go any higher. Stay with that for a while. And explain what you mean by react. Well, you might get migraine headache or you might get something. Mm-hmm. You know? Digestive. Issues. You might get some digestive or some right. of your symptoms that you actually had may get a little worse. Exacerbated for a little bit. So I keep right. them on the small stoves. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you go to a half a scoop twice a day mm-hmm. at your own speed. Yeah. Right. Then you go to a scoop twice a day. Then a scoop three times a day. And then I end up with my normal dose two of two, two scoops right. twice a day. You find these people losing a lot of weight then too, right? I'd imagine. They lose some, they lose some weight. That's it, In the Ultra Clear Renew, how many grams of protein are we talking per serving? Um, there's 15. And it's a rice base because it's hypoallergenic. It's so, dehulled rice. So if it, uh, one scoop is 15 grams of protein? Yeah. So normally you'll be getting 60 grams of protein and some... Yeah, I'm not... You're not know, worried that about short that. short period of time, I'm not really worried about yeah, it. You right. know? So you're not going to lose any muscle And then, you know... Issue. If I have to do a longer on a person, I may start adding like beans and legumes. And okay. I'll add a little, right. you know, more in or that. Well, I mean, because somebody is worried about losing muscle tissue or something, too. They've got to be concerned about it. Yeah. That, but it's a short period. It's a short period. I don't right. have any problems with that. Right. Normally, what I would do, too, if somebody's really sick, and I, and I get them, too, really bad, uh, I'll have them do the, when they do the, while they're doing the detox, I'm going to also get food sensitivity tests. Right. Them. Sure. And I may also get the heavy metal test. So that when I put them back on a regular diet, I'm going to keep the foods they react to out of it. Right. And right. put them back on no, a normal no, no diet. No point in doing so. all this and putting foods back on foods that they have problems right. with. Right. I'm not doing that. Sure. You know. Now, the other – so whenever you detox, remember, if you don't upregulate the liver mm-hmm. – so let's say you just go on a fast or you go on like just fruits and vegetables. And that's fine. But if you really have a lot of stuff accumulated, when your body releases that back into the system, mm-hmm. that's go through the liver again. Mm-hmm. So if your liver can't handle it the first time around, it's, it's not definitely not going to handle it the second time around. It's right. going to have more to handle. Right. And you're just going to make things worse. Right. That's why it's important. None of these detoxes do this. You have to upregulate mm-hmm. your highways in the liver. Right. Right. That's extremely important to do. But don't forget, most people who are detoxing aren't doing it for the, what we're discussing here today. They're just trying to get a, a bad holiday season out of their well, system. Well, that, that's no. clear. They're just, they're just cleaning out. But, I mean, I get the people that are just terrible with chemical sensitivities. Sure. And, that, yeah. and there is no doc, there's no doctors that help them with it. Like yeah. the doctor might say, well, I'm going to put you on an antidepressant. I think you're a little cool. Well, whatever they put them on, they make them sicker. Right. You know, they're not addressing the problem at right. all. This happens all the time. I've been doing this all Well, the chemicals time. making them all depressed and having issues with their body. Well, yeah, it can, it can affect that, you know, your yeah, central sure. nervous system and, yeah. and the whole thing. Right. So usually the doctors, I mean, I went through this with my mother, mm-hmm. you know. Well, they're addressing just the symptoms. Of it. They're not addressing the real problems. Yeah, but 
somebody that's really toxic like that and very sensitive to everything, mm. and you're putting more medications in them, they're going to get sicker. It's a Band-Aid. All the time that. I see it. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And I know better than to put these people on a whole bunch of vitamins because they're going to get sick from that too. Yeah. And it happened. Yeah. So that's why I say, I mean, I've had some patients, they couldn't even start with a half a scoop of the Ultra Clear Renew. So they had to start with a quarter scoop. And I said, just if you have to take that, I don't care for a month. Before, I don't want you reacting to it. I just, we're going to do it very so slow. What, what was happening to these people when they having normal foods then? Like if they had, you know, normal meals, what was happening? To oh, them? They were just chronically ill. They couldn't tell. They, they, had, every, they had every symptom that yeah. you could think of. Right. You know, yeah. you wonder how they could even like function at all. I want to go back to what you said. You said not to just drink water and fast like that, right? Or never. Right. But that goes back to what our, Roundtable is going to be one of the topics about intermittent fasting because I have, I have an issue. Oh, with we that. are? Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't what? listen to me. That's all. No, but, no, I heard. <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, yeah. So none of the fasting, see, see, none of the, these stupid detoxes I see on the internet and all these others, they are just asinine. There's not one study to show it does anything. I had you know, I had a client, one, I had a client one time. He was doing a salt water and salt water detox. He drank salt water. He came in the train, drank salt water, poured a bunch of salt in a glass with oh, water. Brother. Yeah. Came in, just got violently sick. Oh, violently yeah. sick. Never. I mean, I was like, what did you do? He's like, just chug, I, I just chugged a quarter of salt water. I'm like, what the, the hell were you thinking? You know, people do some really salt water is, stupid is, things. Is, you know, you do that enough, it's poison. Sure. It's not. Yeah. It's not yeah. It's not well, this is what I'm saying. It's like, the things that are out there because you wanted to lose a few pounds. It's yeah. Not a smart, it's not a smart approach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at, at the very least, if you're going to do, I did this uh, for the one church I was going to, we do like a day a week of fasting and prayer or whatever. And you can do the Daniel fast, which is the fruits and vegetables. So if you're going to do it once a week or sure. something, you may not need the, the shake if you're a healthy guy. Right, you know, right, you can right. just do the fruits and vegetables that's and drink fine. a bunch of water yeah. and then go back to your normal yeah, pattern. You're right. healthy. Well, you're not you know? dealing with major issues. That's why. Major issues is, is, right. is rough. Right. It's very tough. Yeah. I think we could probably talk about this all day, but we don't have the the time to do that. Okay. So everyone, if you can check us out on, um, if you're on iTunes, rate and review us. Uh, we appreciate you listening. And next week, we're going to say we're going to do another nutritional roundtable and you're right. asking a couple other topics. Nope. So uh, check us out then. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening this week to Tom Mantos Speaking of Nutrition with co-host Fred Bornicola. We have new episodes every week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Please join us again soon as we continue your personal journey to better health.